Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. Champions Chicken brings you this hour more on Champions in a moment. Would you just tell Andy Staples, who joins the show, what we're enjoying right now, Brown? All right, so Andy loves good food on three sports at Andy underscore Staples on Twitter is uh, where you follow him. So Andy, Lance's girlfriend... Uh, cooked mm-hmm. Thanksgiving and uh, Thanksgiving in February last night. Yeah, we did a uh, Thanksgiving in February. Why not? And she made Dunaway and I turkey and cranberry sandwiches oh. for lunch. It's fa- and dressing. There's yeah, dressing. So it's, oh. it's, I, I love Thanksgiving dinner on a sandwich. There's oh. actually a place in Orlando uh, called Pom Pom Sandwicheria that does a great Thanksgiving dinner on a sandwich where you got the the turkey, the cranberry sauce, the mashed potatoes. Which sounds weird on a sandwich, but nope. it is amazing. No. Yeah. This is uh, this has got the dressing, which it's kind of a California oh. dressing, but it's got the uh-huh. ocean spray cranberry straight out of the can, diced up. Oh yes, and then a lot of Duke's mayo on it. Mm. Well, that that just ruins it. But if you take that <laughs> off and put some gravy on it, it would be spectacular. Yes, sir. California dressing, so I've got to pay taxes on this. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what all... There's cranberries in the California dressing, oh, okay. though. It's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. So good. <laughs> Look at Andy's reaction. You know, California dressing. Well, I'm thinking about it because we do eat the cranberry sauce with the dressing at right. Thanksgiving. Yeah. So putting cranberries in it is not exactly sacrilegious. No. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's, it's different. It's it's more of the dried cranberry that goes in that. And then there's just something about the ocean spray can that I think it's a polarizing thing. Either people love it or they hate it. It's the sound, the glop, yep. glop, glop, glop. Yep. But it's just good. cut slices of it. <laughs> all right, let's talk some college football, Danny. First of all, uh, before we get into some of the coaching moves, you were just uh, down in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. Um, and I, I saw that, and you never know, but I saw that Lad McConkey, actually the Georgia receiver, was a guy that might have had one of the best weeks of all and, and helped his draft stat, uh, status. Just give us maybe your overall um, observations of what you saw there at the Senior Bowl. Well, is a healthy Lad McConkey cooking people a surprising thing? I guess not. I mean, we saw it for a long time in the SEC, so I don't, I don't think that's a big surprise at all. He was, and he was really good. Um, you know, th- there were some people that that really just kind of came as advertised. I think uh, Tyler Guyton, the tackle from Oklahoma, is a guy you're going to hear a ton about. Potential first round pick. He's just got every trait that those guys want. I would Tavondre Sweat, the D tackle from Texas, one of my favorite players all year, and he just, I mean, looked exactly like you wanted him to look, and he was just mauling. I, I watched him basically commit a homicide in a one on one pass pro drill the other day, and it was uh, it was spectacular. It uh, Michael Penix Jr. looked really good. That was he's one that that did need to help himself because it's not so much that it's his tape from the last year. Everybody loves his tape from the last two years. He's got so many medical issues because of what happened in Indiana, where he had three consecutive season-ending injuries. He's got to overcome that. And 
when you throw the wall, the ball the way he did, I think that helps him. I also think Bo Nix helped himself a little bit. Uh, one name I'll give you guys that you're going to hear a little bit over the next few months and, and keep an eye on him. Dylan Lauby, running back from New Hampshire. Uh-oh. He is spectacular. He's really fast. He's 5'9", 210. So he's a, he's a sturdily built guy. Really fast and great at catching the ball out of the backfield. Or you could just motion him into the slot or even out wide. And he is he's awesome. Like there's a there was a play the other day where Bo Nix hit him on a fade coming off the hash that was tremendous. And he just cooked the cornerback. If I ask you though, who comes off the board first, Lad McConkey or Michael Penix Jr.? It's kind of hard to believe where McConkey was a couple of years ago. And Michael Penix, the runner-up to win the Heisman this year in this, the magnificent, magnificent year that he had. But I really don't see McConkey out of the top five as far as receivers taken in this draft. Oh, I, th- I agree with you on that. I just, the question is, is where, how, how many teams are so quarterback needy that they jump on somebody early? And I, I've seen, like, everybody's, there are going to be six first-round quarterbacks. We always say that now. And then you get to the draft, and there's three, like we thought originally there was going to be. And then somebody like Will Levis goes in the second round. or So So I do think you're going to see probably some of these quarterbacks not be as taken as high as everybody thinks. Like, I would think Caleb Williams will go first, and then it'll be Jaden Daniels and Drake May. And then there might be some separation between those guys and, and the next one picked, and it might be until the second round before you see another one picked. Um, I'm interested away from uh, the upcoming draft, but current college coaching situation. Obviously, Alabama fans have taken taken uh, some shots here since Nick Saban's retirement. Now, Kalen DeBoer, who's down in Mobile, news breaks that maybe the Seahawks and Ryan Grubb could end up yep. pairing up. How, what, where should the concern level be if you're an Alabama fan on Ryan Grubb if he does leave and go to Seattle? High. It should be high. And well, it should be high if he leaves. It should be high that he might leave. Because it sounds like Mike McDonald would like to hire him in Seattle. So uh, that's, yeah, I mean, Mike uh, Ryan Grubb is very important to what Kalen DeBoer does. Now, they haven't always been together. There have been times when they've been, they've been apart. But Ryan Grubb is an excellent play caller. He makes it very easy for Kalen DeBoer to administrate. And that would put DeBoer in a situation where he's got he's to hire a play caller. And that makes it pretty interesting that that makes it a much tougher situation than it would have been it's sort of like you know Sharon Moore taking over at Michigan you're like as long as they keep the strength coach they're going to be fine and then the strength coach leaves (laughs) (laughs) you 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 Andy Staples is with us and uh you can follow Andy on Twitter at Andy underscore Staples Uh, on three sports is where you get uh all that he does there uh, go uh, subscribe to his YouTube channel. Give him a thumbs up. Same thing we ask uh, you to do for us. Thumbs up and subscribe. Set your alerts. Um, and he's on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. Five alarm situation for coaches like Jeff Halfley leaving to go to the NFL. Chip Kelly perhaps leaving to go to a coordinator spot. Or too much being made about this. I guess the answer could also be somewhere in the middle. What 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 is your feel when we start seeing sitting head coaches leaving for coordinator positions in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, they don't like the job right now. It's hard. You got to re recruit your roster constantly. That's going to last a few years until the people in charge of college football figure out that they need to collectively bargain with the players and, ha- and then make some rules that, that won't get taken to court. Like, they're going to figure that out. I promise they're going to figure that out. 
So it won't always be like this. But yeah, the, there are some older coaches or coaches who who can who can do this and make this move who don't want to work like that. And that's fine. Guess what? At every major program, there's a hundred people in the building. They all want to be a coach on the field. I don't think there's going to be a problem finding people to take these very high-paying jobs. You okay? But if if this were college basketball that the NCAA makes money on, would they have already broken their back to fix this? Is there is part of the reason Andy they don't fix it because they don't make the championship money off football, so it's less important to them? No, no. It, the schools make the rules. It's not the people in Indianapolis make making well. They have been making and interpreting the rules in, yeah. in this particular case with the NIL, but the schools can change it whenever they want to. If the schools that make most of the money, the SEC schools, the Big Ten schools, ACC schools, Big 12 schools, if they want to do something different, they can do something different. It's up to them to decide they want to. Now, look, next year things change, 12-team playoffs, so this is easier. But if I ask mm-hmm. you what happens first, uh, Michigan back to a college football playoff with Sharon Moore or Clemson mm-hmm. back to a college football playoff? Ooh. So Clemson with a good year can get there next year, but you only have to finish third or fourth in the big 10 to get there. Yeah. So that's a tough one. I'm going to go Sharon Moore gets there sooner. Yeah. What do you think about this, this Michigan roster though? It did seem like it was a, I don't want to call it a slow build, but Harbaugh built everything for this one moment in time this past year. It was a really old roster, and and there were a lot of guys who came back for another run. And, and I like some of our guys who covered Michigan said that they thought if Michigan hadn't lost to TCU, let's say Michigan beats TCU in the Fiesta Bowl and goes and loses to Georgia in the national championship game, that a lot of those guys would have just gone pro because they would have won a playoff game, you know, felt like they gave it their best shot, and and that would have been that. But because they had such a sour taste, and you know, there was some NIL money being kicked in. They were like, "Let's we, we like playing with each other. We're really good. Let's run it back. I think you're actually seeing that at Ohio State this year. You look at Ohio State's defense and the guys who could have been kind of mid-round to maybe early-round draft picks who came back, that's what this looks like. So they'll be the super old team in the Big Ten this year like Michigan was. Now, I will say Michigan still has some pretty top-level talent that that's still there, like Kenneth Grant, the D tackle, and, and and Mason Graham, another D tackle. That's probably the best tandem of interior defensive linemen in the whole country. So it's not like Michigan is bereft of talent now. They're going to be okay, and they're also going to be pretty big time shoppers in the transfer portal come spring. Because remember, that's what they've done the last two years, where they very strategically grabbed out of the portal to get guys who fit exactly what they need and. I would bet they're going to do that again. Um, I see where the collectives are having their first ever convention. It seems like they should do that like at the U.S. Army All-Star Game or the Under Armour All-Star Game and just make their jobs <laughs> a lot easier. One-stop shopping. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But the, but the Tennessee situation, uh, it obviously gets a lot of headlines down here because of the history. Uh, big deal, not a big deal. Would anything impact Tennessee on the field from yeah, this? Yeah, I mean, there's going, to be a, there's going to be a court hearing probably next week where they say that the rules against NIL – to recruits are illegal and there will be no rules after that like it's a huge deal yeah. it's, it's kind of the case everybody's been waiting for so uh now that is 
one thing. That's the, the you know, Tennessee Attorney General and the Virginia Attorney General filed that lawsuit against the NCAA. And I wouldn't be shocked if other states join in or maybe the Justice Department because that's what happened with the lawsuit against the transfer rules a month ago. And so you had seven states in the Justice Department in that one. Tennessee itself, they're trying to say, well, we didn't break any rules. The NCAA is saying, no, you had boosters trying to convince Nico Yamame Lava to go to Tennessee. But the problem is, and this is where the NCAA screwed up, and remember, they're not just going after Tennessee. They're looking at Florida. They already had a case with Florida State. They sent letters out to double-digit schools last week about this stuff. They're going after the schools that make all the money. All of them now do everything the same way. Like that Nico thing was was novel when it happened. Everybody's copied that blueprint. If you sign college football, like major college football or major college basketball players right now, you do it this way, which would be in violation according to the NCAA. So if they're going to attack all their moneymakers, we don't have to guess who's going to win in this one. It won't be the NCAA. <laughs> it's, uh, the moneymaker is a heavy favorite is uh, what Andy is saying there. Go follow Andy on Twitter at Andy underscore Staples and uh, watch him on YouTube on 3 Sports. Like all his stuff. Set your alerts. Subscribe on 3.com uh, for all the info there. Andy, thank you very much for the time. Always good talking with you. All right, see you guys. All right, buddy, take care. Andy Staples with us on the Johnston RVCenter.com hotline. Every time Andy's with us, we're always eating good or drinking good or, you know, when we're with him in Nashville at SEC Media Days. Uh, I seem like, you know, Andy would like our show. I feel like he'd like being on our show because he, he likes he good food and good yeah. drink, right? Well, he actually introduced me to a good spot in Mobile. I meant to ask him if he'd eaten there called Meat Boss. Yeah. Uh, I like to go down there when I uh, go there when I go to visit my daughter at South Alabama. Um, not too far from the campus there, and he actually turned me on to that place, Meat Boss. I wonder if he went by there this week. I meant to ask him, and I forgot, but uh, that place is fantastic. We always recommend, if you're in our area, our friends at Champy's, Champy's World Famous Fried Chicken, right there on Highway 119 in Alabaster. They bring you this hour of the show. Sterling and the crew got that great Southern meal, all the wonderful sides, and so much more, including the Mississippi Delta recipe tamales. It's our friends right there at Champy's World Famous Fried Chicken, Sterling and the crew on Highway 119 in Alabaster. LT, you've got four downs for us, right? I do. Okay, we're going to do that right here. But keep in mind, basketball happening tomorrow. Not a great slate tonight. One other college football note before we get to the four downs. Riley Leonard ended up having ankle surgery. He's missing all the winter workouts at Notre Dame. For those of you that forget, he's now at Notre Dame. Uh, But they do expect him back. Um, for some spring drills, I don't know if he'll do contact or anything this spring, but when he got to Notre Dame, they did the um, check on the ankle, and he had not healed properly. So they had to go back in and correct some problems there, mm. about a four- to six-week recovery. So something to keep an eye on in the off season. And um, our thoughts and prayers and just a time to remember Mike Martin. And I know LT used to watch the College World Series back in its early days on ESPN. Mike Martin – uh, I don't think he ever won a World he Series. He did not. Yeah, I, think, I think he went to 17. Uh, I'm going to look it up. He was there right all the time. Is it 17, 17 college yeah, World yeah. Series? Uh, 17 of them. He never won it, but he's the winningest coach in college baseball history. He passed away yesterday at the age of 79. 
coached there at Florida State from 1980 through 2019. And I saw some interviews yesterday on the air, just a really down-to-earth guy. And he got really excited about just making it to Omaha. They showed so many celebrations well, and just going back. Yeah, such an accomplishment just to get there. But we, you know, we talk about starving fan bases all of the time. And this will probably be one of the narratives next week. You know, San Francisco hasn't won a championship since 1994, which is hard to believe. But, you know, Detroit this past week, Buffalo a couple of weeks ago. But if you're a Florida State baseball fan, and they've got some diehard baseball fans, and to watch your team get to Omaha 17 different times under Mike Martin is an incredible accomplishment. But to not somehow have the break to win one of those, yeah. it's pretty incredible. Just to get something to fall your way one time. Uh, but an unbelievable guy. Uh, 2,000. And 29 wins and only 736 losses. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and there was a period in time it felt like every year Auburn was a two seed. Yep. And they got sent to the Tallahassee Regional every year, it seemed like. Yeah, one of the greatest wins of all time came there. Yeah. But yeah, it seems was like. That David Ross? Yeah, it seems like they were there every single yeah. year. Yeah, it really like did. Selection show. Yeah. Two seed Auburn. To the Tallahassee region. Oh, oh, yeah. Great. You got to run, run through Mike Martin's yeah. team to get there. When does he ever go to the College World Series? Yeah. All right. Four Downs brought to you by our friends at Slice, another great location that we recommend for great food in our area. Yeah. That's uh, just a fantastic place to uh, go this weekend, all weekend long. Slice, four locations for you. Soon to be that fifth location. Go see the Bajaya Brothers. Tell them the next round sent you. From the Soul Pie to the Bajaya Special, the old school. Um, you're going to absolutely love it. Local pizza, local ingredients. For more information, SliceBirmingham.com. First down. More surprising that they didn't get hired this coaching cycle. Bill Belichick or Mike Vrabel? Uh, You know, for me, I'm going to end up saying Mike Vrabel on this one because the more I read about this is that Belichick refused to give up total control. He wanted to be the general manager, too. He wanted to be in charge of everything. And, you know, I think teams have gotten to the point where they don't want to necessarily turn that over, especially to someone who's in their 70s. So I'm going to say Vrabel, who, yeah. young, energetic, and I thought did a good job at Tennessee. I'm more shocked he's not a head coach. Yeah, I, I think it would have been a special circumstance to get Belichick because you know your time is limited. You needed to have somebody that was pretty close to winning. Vrabel, I mean, you got plenty of time left. There's plenty of tread on those tires. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a little more surprised by Vrabel than Belichick. Yeah, I would go Vrabel as well. I mean, this is a guy that was a one seed just two years yeah, ago yeah. and did it with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. And seems like he could really relate to the player. Yeah, I think I'm just the player's gonna, very much like him, yeah. I'm going to assume he just doesn't interview good and came off maybe a little arrogant. Maybe. Maybe. Second down. Okay, better chance of multiple titles. I don't know if you guys saw Jim Harbaugh at his press conference for the L.A. Chargers. He doesn't want to win one. He wants to win multiple Super Bowl championships. They've never won one, by the way. But better chance of him winning multiple Lombardis with the Chargers or Lincoln Riley winning multiple national championships at USC. Uh, I'm going to say Lincoln Riley at USC, though I think neither do it. Um, I mean, I don't know if you paid attention. How many of your Rams won all-time? Two. Two. And I'm not going to do the Bucks because the Bucks is not this kind of organization. Dolphins all-time? Two? 72-73? Yeah, back-to-back. Yeah, 72 they, they, They've been back, Jim. Yeah. They've been back once. I mean, sometimes Belichick and Brady made it look easy. You know, sometimes there's been a dynasty. Winning two of those uh, for a guy who's already 60? Come on. No. Yeah, and the problem now in college football is 
if your guys kind of like what Andy Staples was saying, if Michigan would have beaten TCU, just won one playoff game, a lot of those guys would have bolted to the NFL. It's just going to be impossible to keep these guys around. Yeah. So you think Jim Harbaugh? No, I would go Lincoln Riley. I don't okay. think either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I, I don't go, think either. Either. Yeah, okay. I think I'd go Lincoln. Third down. Dog the Bounty Hunter, 71 years well, old. I hadn't thought of him in forever. I used to watch that show some. Yeah, Dwayne Chapman. Good-looking yeah. fellow. Um, better better career, Dog the Bounty Hunter or Mick Foley? Nope. I was going to go Junkyard Dog, though. Wow. Or Dog the Bounty Hunter. Junkyard Dog was a, f- a force to be reckoned with. He had a chain, man. Did Junkyard Dog ever have the world championship, though? Did he ever have the belt? I don't think so. I don't know. Hey, but but what, did Dog the Bounty Hunter ever have the belt? Well, I don't know. Hit his big-breasted wife. Okay, I don't know yeah. what Junkyard yeah. Dog looks like, but did he look like that Georgia fan that was bald and would put the big G on top? Nah, he himself? had hair, beard, big chain, yeah. red pants, and uh, shirtless, I And think. different color. So, yeah, I mean, you could not have been further from the... the wow. Yeah. I don't think he ever... I don't think he ever won the... Uh, yeah, maybe the a tag team maybe championship. Maybe so. Um, oh yeah, surely junkyard, junkyard dog. That's now, junkyard didn't he, dog. Didn't he yeah. die behind the wheel of a truck hitting a tree? I mean, your your memory of stuff like that is insane but because you I had Bob Denver, Macho man. huh? Macho Man died hitting a tree too. Uh, but is that Bob true? On, yes, one hundred percent. Single car accident, I twenty in Mississippi. Returning after his daughter's graduation. What a sad story. Uh, at least he got to see oh, the graduation. Wow. Mm. wow. Yep, that is sad. Yep. Uh, inducted the Hall of Fame 2004. Go ahead, right there. Fourth down. I don't, know, I don't know if I answered or not. How about these birthdays today? Christy Brinkley, 70 years old. 70? Shakira, 47. Farrah Fawcett would have been 77. Wow. In top of their prime, how would you rank these? Christy Brinkley. Shakira va- and Farrah Fawcett. Christy Brinkley vacation in the Ferrari. Um, That might be my one seed right there in this discussion. God, boy, this is tough. I it mean, Fair said back in the day, just yeah. true beauty. I'm, I'm going to go off the board, though. I'm going to go Shakira first. Well, I, I think it's easier to look better now, right? Yeah, but you know, I mean, sometimes you eat meat and potatoes all the time. You want something a little different, a little yeah, spicy. Michael's right. Shakira. Shakira, Shakira is still is fire. Like and she's Fawcett is just meat and potatoes. Uh, what is, how old is Shakira? Shakira's 47. 47. Oh, wow. She's not a big fan of paying taxes. Oh, really? No. In the United States or in Brazil? Uh, Every poster I saw from Ferris yeah, looked like it was cold. Well, she looks like, um, <laughs> well, I mean, how many did you see outside of that one orange-ish red bikini? Or, yeah, or the one? It's I iconic. I think it two. I think she also was. She was a Charlie's Angel. Was she, she was? Yeah. I would go Farrah one, Shakira two, Brinkley three. Wow, Brinkley three. Even uh, Vacation Brinkley. Yeah. yeah, Billy Joel tainted that. I'd go Shakira, Farrah Fawcett, <laughs> Brinkley three as well. I'm not a big 80s hair person. And that's what I think of her, 80s hair. Who? Christy Brinkley? Yeah. yeah. Well, she, she was hair at Fawcett, too. Famous in the 80s. That was you know? 70s hair. I'm all about 70s okay. hair. <laughs> Pretty amazing, all three of those. Same birthday. Uh, that is crazy. Uh, happy birthday today to James Franklin, 52 years old. Better, better career. James Franklin, Ben Franklin. <laughs> I also would have him fourth in Lance's list. Yeah, I would. Uh, I mean, there's some. Uh, give me another Rick James, much better career than James Franklin. <laughs> James Franklin, Ben Franklin, Ron Franklin, better career than James uh, Franklin. Yep. Yes. Yep. Tony Art Franklin. Franklin. Art Franklin. Art Franklin, better career than James Franklin. Tony Franklin. Tony no. Franklin. Kicker. James, James. No. Tony Franklin, assistant coach that cleaned out his no. office at Auburn and walked out the front door no. when Tuberville fired him. No. 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 Um. Seemed like it was a Franklin. It was a kicker at one time too. 
Yeah, that heard. was Tony Franklin for the it Patriots. Was, uh, other Tony Franklin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was. What if I asked you James Hetfield or Thomas Jefferson? Thomas <laughs> Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't write no damn nothing else matters. Yeah, that's true. It is 100% true. Keith well, is right. Ben could pull some boom when we come back. Yeah, that's what got him, right? <laughs> Trash today. I think it ended him. Yeah. Uh, show brought to you by our friends Dr. B. He's got LT's hair. Speaking of hair. Uh, yeah, I've actually got to go see our friend Roni. i got to get some of this stuff cut. I was but, there yesterday. Uh, Dr. B, just the best in the business. I really didn't know who Dr. Beckenstein was until I started to thin out. I asked around. Everybody said, that is the guy you need to go see. Since that moment, my hair has more than doubled in thickness for more than 20 years. Women and men have turned to Dr. Beckenstein for a range of cosmetic and reconstructive procedures. He will use that experience, his advanced training, genetic testing to help his patients fully understand the procedures they are considering. Call Dr. B today, 205 319 you can go online for more information, t3hair.net. Everything Alabama, all the time. Subscribe and set alerts at Roll Tide Pods on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty, almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call. GutterCapBirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now, 205-823-2212. Cap it, don't snap it, it's Gutter Cap. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination of bites, burgers, wings, and more to order. Plus, where else are your favorite draft beers always poured at a frozen 29 degrees? Only at Twin Peaks, the number one sports bar. Stick around after the sun sets. Twin Peaks is open really late. Wind down with bourbon and late night bites. Only at Twin Peaks. Hey, Ryan Brown here from the next round. Do you want to help pay for my kid's college and look great while you're doing it? You need to go to the next round store. Everything from hats to short sleeve and long sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, zip-up hoodies, and much more. And we're adding new things all the time. Why would you not want to see my kids get a great college education and look great out in the public while you're doing it? Get the gear we wear all the time on the show, and there's only one place to get it. Nextround.store. That's nextround.store. Legacy Credit Union has the ultimate game changer for your finances. With Engage Checking, you can earn 3% APY on balances up to $15,000. You heard correctly, 3% APY. But it's not just about scoring with high yields. With Engage Checking, you can get paid up to two days early. That means your paycheck, Social Security, tax refund, you name it, you get it early. So stop sitting on the sidelines and get in the game with Engage Checking. Sign up today at LegacyCreditUnion.com or visit any nine Greater Birmingham area branches. APY is annual percentage yield. Terms and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. 
Spring weather is here, and our friends at Hemphill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up, plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemphill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemphill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemphill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. A couple of breaking news stories for you here being brought to you by our friends at Bandwagon Sports. Uh, had some friends reaching out about Bandwagon last night. Big softball dads. And I said, oh, it's the place oh, to go. Yeah. Oh, uh, the softball dads. They need to go. Did you tell them to go right now, Jimmy D? I said, get there quickly. Uh, Send them to the Cabo Heights location. Oh, that'll work. Yeah, Bandwagon Sports. Tell us about Bandwagon Sports. Well, look, we got video. Bandwagon oh, Sports yeah, right there. Oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Bandwagon Sports is where you need to go. Um, and right now you could save on all the gear for ballpark days okay so many bats bandwagon says listen baseball and softball can get expensive they understand that with the seasons coming up their shelves are stocked with every single thing you need from grip tape to gloves custom uniforms bandwagon sports has all the gear big and small for those ballpark days and now up until tomorrow you can spend a hundred dollars on baseball or softball equipment at bandwagon and get twenty dollars off one hundred dollars Get $20 off at Bandwagon Sports. All you need to do is say, hey, I heard this on the next round. I need to save. My kids are they are bleeding me dry. Spend $100, get $20 off. Next round, listeners and viewers, it is time to jump on the Bandwagon. Find a location near you, bandwagonsports.com, bandwagonsports.com. Spend $100, get $20 off. That's what I said. Did okay. I not say that? What uh, I say? Just making sure. I, yeah. I thought I heard one time, spend 20 and get 100 off. Which uh, is the way I would run a business okay. and go broke. Yes, yes. Uh, but uh, it's a wonderful location there. Here's two developing stories. One, uh, <laughs> uh, almost saw this one coming. Pete Thamel reporting. Sources are telling him the SEC and the Big Ten are set to announce they are setting up an advisory committee. It's expected to look at the entire college sports landscape and solutions within it. I'll repeat that for you in a very news voice. Sources telling Pete Thamel, the SEC and the Big Ten, two Power Four conferences not included, are set to announce that they are setting up an advisory committee expected to look at the entire college sports landscape and solutions within it. Well, they just announced it, so they're not set to announce it. They just did. Pete was a few minutes in front of the story there, and I just got the release from the Southeastern Conference. Now, they do say, the SEC, the advisory group will have no authority to act independently and only serves as a consulting body. So they understand their place. But I think they also understand their power, that when the SEC and the Big Ten start talking, everybody's going to listen. Greg Sankey, quote, pressures are mounting. We are not going to be status quo, end quote. The commissioner of the SEC. Good. You don't need to be. Here we go. No, All this, for the change. This is, this is, you are living in the last days of the NCAA. Yeah. You are. Revelation. And yes. I don't think anybody's going to miss it. You notice no. how they put an S at the end of Revelation? Revelation, the revelation to the Apostle John, or just the you're just using the revelation, the last book, of the, the last, the final book of the Bible. Yeah, yeah. Yes, the revelation. Yeah, so, I, I occasionally go revelations, and my uh, Duke student in the house always says, "Jim, there's no S." You will impress her next time. Say the revelation has appeared to the Apostle John, and she'd be like, "Whoa, whoa, who you been, who you <laughs> been, been talking to?" Uh, the other developing story: uh, if you like change, another change. Uh, the Auburn's had a scoreboard. <laughs> 
Auburn's such had, an interesting kid. Auburn, Auburn's had a school board that has been there since I started broadcasting my first game in 1988. Yep. It is going away. Uh, the future is bright. The first step towards modernizing the north end zone at Jordan-Hare Stadium is coming. A new state-of-the-art video board for Auburn football has received initial imp- approval. Uh, that is the construction rendering, so they're going to do that before they even expand with any suites or anything. Well, they point out that the the uh, structure below the scoreboard there is built with future expansion in mind, so that when they expanded the end zone there, they've already got the needed structure. You could see, it, you know, the way it's kind of laid out for suites there, yeah. and 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 the way the construction. So if they expanded that end zone, they're not going to have to level the scoreboard and start over there. And that's, that's good planning on their part, obviously. Auburn's got a pretty good engineering department. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, 154 feet wide, 47 feet high. Yep. It's pretty, uh, pretty Big good. Big scoreboard. Yeah, it's good because, yeah. you know, like you sit in the student section. Like my daughter uh, was at her first Iron Bowl this year. And she sat in the student section. Yep. And one of her complaints, sat with some of her friends, and one of her complaints was, I had to turn around the whole game to see the big scoreboard and see the replays and all. And oh, like, yeah, yeah, I think Auburn fans are excited about both of the things you just brought up. Yeah. yeah. And you've heard my design for, if I was an Auburn booster, I would push for 85 skyboxes is all I would build in there. And I'd give right. every one of them, make it like a 12-seat skybox, every one of them would go to my scholarship athlete. That'd be part of my NIL deal. You get the mm-hmm. and you can sell those skyboxes for money if you wanted to. If you didn't want your family to go to the game and sit in the skybox, that's right. You can sell those twelve I seats. What, what did he say about jump to conclusions? It's a terrible. It's idea. a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's the stupidest idea I've ever heard in my life. It is time for trash. Uh, it's brought to you by Mortgage Right. Hit it, my man. So, what was your inspiration for tonight? Be honest with me and go into detail. Pretty good cat sound, by the way. LT's Trash is presented by Mortgage Right. Mortgages done the right way. Yeah, buying a house, major milestone in life. Getting it right comes out of the right advice at the right time. That's why we're proud to partner with the friends at Mortgage Right who do mortgages the right way. Call them today, 205-815-9200. You can apply online, mortgageright.com slash TNR. NMLS 22390, and Lender. You think Joe Montana ever played with a broken nose? Yeah, that thing's crooked, isn't it? Yeah, and sort of... He's too- a small guy, too, man. I saw really? him at... Uh, when we were in Miami in 2012 for Alabama-Notre Dame, uh, me and my ex, Bethany, found this Italian restaurant that Bob Baumhauer had recommended. It was a dive. It was... Uh, had something to do with the airport hangar something. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, the hangar. Yeah, it, I remember it's that. Fantastic. Yeah. Like, it was like hangar 47 or but something. But we like went that, yeah. twice that week, and we saw Montana in there. Just, he had his Skechers on, believe it or not. Did he really? 6'2", yeah. in his playing days. Yeah. Uh, he's about six feet 180 now. Yeah. yeah we all see. shrink. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I got the ingredients of what y'all just ate, if you were wondering what was on the Sure. Sandwich. I loved it. I would love to hear it. Yeah. So I had one this morning because I was like, I can't let these guys have one and I haven't had one. So I ate one for breakfast. But it was rotisserie chicken. So a little cheat from the okay. turkey. I'll take it though. But I think the chicken's better. Cranberry sauce, homemade dressing, homemade gravy, and mayo. And the dressing is Hawaiian and brioche bread, uh, herbs, green onions, dried cranberries, garlic, celery, white wine, turkey stock, and Fuji apples. Oh, it was so good. It was phenomenal. Only thing that would make it better is if, uh, do you have a toasty press at the house? Uh, I don't know if I've got a toasty press or not. You need a toasty press. Okay. Take I think I've got home. an air fryer. Would that do anything for it? No, take a toasty press home for her. Okay. You yeah. Know, for, you know for, why I'm saying that? 
because uh, Maddie is texting me, tell Lance I deserve a toasty press. All right. I didn't know anything about a toasty press. Yeah. Do you have there a toasty is. press? I don't even know what, what it is. Do you I have was, a toasty press? I, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm with Jim. I have no idea what a toasty press is. Okay, was. Rockstar has found the uh, the video of this, and I saw it. it. It hit Twitter yesterday, and I guess it's been around for a little bit. But So the young woman who went viral last year after she was caught on camera pushing her friend off a 60-foot bridge in Washington State was finally sentenced this week after pleading guilty to reckless endangerment. Oh, oh my crap. gosh. Oh, no, crap. no, no. That's hard crap. to watch. Yeah, so the girl's trying to decide whether or not she's going to oh, jump. Some oh, people- no, oh, no, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. No. Yep. Uh, so the problem is when the teen hit, she was in a little bit of problem. Um, she had broken ribs. She had a collapsed lung. Oh. Uh, she said, quote, uh, I didn't ask for any of this, but last summer, um, I said to be good friend changed my life for the worst. Uh, this nightmare started for me when I was falling through the air, and I was really terrified. When I was being pulled from the water, I thought I was going to die. I couldn't breathe. I was watching my body change color by the second. The teen, now 17, provided heartbreaking details about her tough recovery in the in the hospital. Couldn't shower by myself. Couldn't use the bathroom by myself. Could barely even walk. Once I left the hospital, I left with pain. To this day, my ribs have healed, but I still get pain and discomfort in that area. Mm. Said I wanted to play softball uh, in college, but I might, may not get that chance now uh, because my arm has issues. She has PTSD, insomnia. Oh. So the teen's mom was asking for her former best friend to do the same amount of time in jail that her daughter spent in the hospital. Oh, that's kind of your rule right there. Eye for an eye. Yeah, eye for yeah. an eye. It's very Old Testament. Hey, and it's only three days. So Look, the- and, and listen, we all think we're bulletproof when we're that age. And you get in those situations, and and I know the girl probably did not have any ill intent in doing that. No, you're but, just having yeah. fun. But it just, I mean, well, here was the bad thing. She life is so her. precious. Then the friend gets in a car and leaves. Oh wow, well, no, she no, that left the scene. Yes, yeah, she did. It, it makes it look worse. So yeah. she ended up. Uh, what did she get here? She got two days. And something else. Yeah, Brody's uh, right. Civil suit probably. Oh yeah, gonna right. have to pay so much money. Yeah. Yeah, I would think so, probably. Yeah. But yeah, she did get two days mm. in jail. Oh. I mean, well, I'm afraid I, I, of heights. That was, that was and... rough video. The famous Sesame Street characters Twitter account asked people, "How is everybody doing?" This is Elmo. How's everybody doing? Went on to say, Elmo, just checking in. How is everybody doing? Was the that... account for the cheerful red monster innocently wrote Monday morning. It was a perfect setup for the cynics of Twitter. Now, the response to the question was a resounding and viral. Not great. From celebrities to brands and many other users across the platform, folks chimed in to share their despair with Hollywood's most... Not even going to read this. Uh, Elmo trended up to number one on Twitter. Still sits at the trending chart as the writing of this article. Tweet has earned nearly 150 million impressions. I mean, I don't understand. So Elmo just asked a question, how you doing? And everybody just unloaded on Elmo, yep. basically? Yeah, crap about shit. Huh? Yeah. That housing market, people talking about the jobs, I'm not getting enough they, money. And they, they understand that's a Sesame Street character, right? That I don't. I you understand was, how social media works. I do, yes. Okay. yes. Jim, Jim did one video from a car dealership, yeah. and people, people thought he was crazy. Is this guy flexing? Uh, in Australia, in Auckland. No, this guy doesn't know what flexing is. Auckland High School has installed a glass door, CCTV cameras, and a vape detection alarm in its bathroom, speaking concerns from students about their privacy. Glass door, a bad idea in the bathroom. I, I think so. I mean, television cameras, CTTV is probably pretty bad. Now, photos posted online that you see here uh, by students show the glass entrance door to the refurbished bathrooms. While there is also a large glass window on the opposite wall, the school's website detailed the reasoning behind the bathroom redesign and explained a makeover was not the only reason for the upgrade. 
They say, quote, these older style toilet blocks often become a place where students gather to socialize and sometimes to vape or vandalize the premises. Yeah. Modern bathroom facilities are designed to help discourage this. Yeah, I, I would tell you, though, that we need the privacy in the bathroom. You just need to have a, you know, one of the young teachers that she needs to be in there every time the, between classes. You got to send a teacher in there to, number one or number to chaperone. Two. <laughs> the oh, next two. story, the follow up on this is going to be the female student who saw a male anatomy as she was walking past the class, and that's going to be the big issue. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that's when the school, school system gets sued. Yeah, that's right. Or whoever's standing out the other window. Just uh, having lunch and watching yeah. through the now, window. Now, this never happened That's to me. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be somebody doing that, too. Yeah. Because oh. I've never put anything in a outside of our refrigerator here where we've got 12 employees, and we kind of know that it's you know basic common courtesy not to steal somebody else's lunch. Rockstar did his have his stolen at Cumulus back in the day. This guy probably over the top. A man has been convicted of murdering his co-worker after the man stole his lunch from the work refrigerator. Did you think about murdering that lady we worked with, Rexstar? No, I could not tell you her name then nor now. Okay. Murdering. I do know her name. Yeah. This guy got 100 years in prison. He was sentenced Tuesday. Bazine Barre, 25, received 100 years with 30 years suspended, meaning he'll serve at least 70 years. Bray was found guilty of first-degree murder after he planned and carried out the murder of his co-worker, Hernan Leva. 58 years old, in the parking lot of Target back in 2021. According to prosecutors, Beret grew angry after he found out that Leva, who was a janitor at Target, had taken his lunch from the office refrigerator several days earlier. But several days earlier... What, what if, I've had some time to stew. Got to calm down. What if he man? got home and his wife said, "Honey, you forgot to take your lunch with you to work today. You left it sitting right here on the kitchen island." So get a mugshot. Wear your hazmat suit. This <laughs> is when Beret made the internal decision to kill Leva. He purchased a hammer and two knives two days before the murder. Told detectives he spent the next day quote training for the murder. And on the morning of April seventeenth, Beret arrived at the employee parking lot early. Waited for Leva. When Leva headed to his car, that's when Beret stabbed and bludgeoned him to death. I mean, wow. my gosh, dude, it was a lunch. Just write him a note that says, Leva along, my lunch. That was his last name. Uh, I do yeah, like this. Right, Fox he News. He became a target, didn't he? Yeah. He became a target. <laughs> Prosecutors say that Beret's sentencing hearing that he threatened to kill or hurt other people if he was not given the harshest possible sentence. So he wanted the harshest. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So there you go. He'll yeah. never get out. All that crazy. for lunch. Yeah. I bet you guys cannot guess what the most romantic city in America is, oh, according I to a bit bright. I saw uh, this and I disagree. I'm not going to ruin it. Bismarck, I, South Dakota. I've actually never been to this city, so I can't say. I have, and I was told by the. Conci- I've heard great things about it. Let me uh, see if I can judge. If them. it's the one I said, I was told by the concierge uh, I could not walk to the restaurant that was recommended. Oh, Baltimore? You remember the story? Yeah. Two blocks. No, I Two mean, blocks, I think huh? there's some rough activity. I mean, if you've seen The Wire, a lot of people say that it's But that makes Baltimore accurate. look fantastic right there. I mean, what a nice looking city. Yeah, I've Big never been smokestack? To, never been to that part of Baltimore. Yeah. Now, the event management and ticketing company uh, from Eventbrite ro- uh, ranked Baltimore, known as Charm City, over Chicago, Austin, and Denver. I'd never heard Charm City until the AFC Championship game this past week. All based on the number of events being held on or around Valentine's Day. Now, the listings currently posted on Everbright show that there are a ton of things to do in Baltimore on February 14th, like a twerk fit class, a pizza-making lesson for lovers, and lots of speed dating. Now, the top five, Baltimore, Chicago, Austin, D.C., and Denver. I didn't think any of those cities were all romantic. 
Uh, animals other than Punxsutawney Phil that will try to predict the end of winter on Groundhog Day, which is today. We hadn't yeah. brought that up. No, yeah. I got it. He, uh, he saw his shadow, I think, uh, he or did, he did not. He did not see his shadow, which means we've got uh, an early spring coming. I also heard his hit rate is 39%. Yep. So I don't think we should pay very much attention we'll to that. get you into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Though. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. 390 hitter. Uh, Saw Ned Ryerson earlier. Oh, yeah? Yeah. He's selling insurance now. <laughs> Phil? Yeah. Phil? Phil Connors? Uh, Oregon's Foo-Foo the Hedgehog. Oh, yeah. There I like that's a good-looking little animal. I don't think it is a good-looking animal. You don't? It's not. Oh, it's it looks like a rat with spikes. Uh, you know. I think... Um, so did Mike Rush Probst was a rat. Oh, wow. <laughs> They got Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scott like that one. It's got, it's got Rush's hair. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there'd be two other rap families that would have a father? How about Florida's burrowing owl? What uh, the hell did you just say? <laughs> <laughs> the F you say? By the way, have you guys ever cussed an inanimate object? Oh, well, yes. Oh, yeah. I just did it in the bathroom. I don't know if Scott heard me on the way out, but he was in there with me. And I went to use the dispenser for soap, and it wouldn't come out. And I was like... And I was in a hurry because by the time you get back to the bathroom, know, go to the bathroom, yep. and you rush back in here, the, immediately the break's over. So I said F-U-M-F to the dispenser because it wouldn't give me soap. And then I walked to the next one, and I'm like, damn, I'm cussing out a dispenser. Yeah, yeah. Already I, on edge. I occasionally do the alarm clock in the morning. Yeah, I've heard that. Well, I haven't heard you do it. I've heard you talk about it. There's another rock star, rock star. animal outside of Puxtony Phil that is trying to predict the end of weather or end of winter today. North Carolina's... Pigs, uh, Penny the Squirrel? She's a little albino. Yeah, I would say. What about New York's Cluxitani, Henrietta the Chicken? That's pretty good, Cluxitani. Connecticut's Scramble the Duck. Oh, they look like they're from the movie, Rockstar. Hey, what size hat you got? Triple X. How's your work? I got an 11. I'm a 7 and 3 fourths, but I've got an 11. Uh, Texas BK Bob the Armadillo. Oh, BK Bob, huh? And finally, Oregon's Stumptown Phil the Beaver. Oh, look at those orange teeth. Oh, nice. Brush, brush every now and then. Isn't that why Oregon State's orange and black? Oh, because of the teeth? Yeah, yeah. orange teeth. I yeah. mean, that's straight up candy corn. Yeah, it really is. It is. That's a rough look. It is. But why are they all trying to predict the weather today? It's Groundhog Day. Why don't they wait till Beaver Day? Just trying to up 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 him one. Yep. yep. That is Trash Today, brought to you by our friends at Mortgage Right. Are you a veteran looking for a VA loan? Mortgage Right has been advocating for fi- veterans since their company began. As a veteran-owned, operated company committed to your well-being, they can help you find the best terms available, guide you through every step of the process, visit their locations, Highway 280 in Birmingham, Parkway Drive in Leeds. You can apply at mortgageright.com slash TNR. Call 205-815-9200, NMLS 2239, Equal Housing Lenders. Champy's Chicken brings you this hour. Champy's Chicken Highway 119 in Alabaster. We settled a debate in the first segment, but Brown is going to cross-examine the final verdict in the final segment of the show today. I have a star witness. To see if he can get uh, a reprieve on the sentence that he could not make a 15-foot leap from a third story on top of a UPS or FedEx truck and stick to landing. That is coming up in the final segment right here on TNR. Everything Next Round is on demand now in the podcast section at nextroundlive.com. 
It's the O'Reilly Auto Parts World of Wheels, February 2nd through 4th at the BJCC. See classic cars and hot rods, custom trucks and motorcycles. Friday, meet WWE legend Mick Foley. Saturday, meet Dave Kindig from Kindigit Designs. And Sunday, meet Jerry Mathers, the bee from Leave it to Beaver. Plus, feature cars like the Batmobile and General Lee. Kids, meet your favorite costume characters and race Hot Wheels on the free Hot Wheels Drag Track. Don't miss the Super Show with one-of-a-kind vehicles from across the country. Get your discount tickets today at O'Reilly Auto Parts stores. Get details at worldofwheels.net. This hour of the next round is presented by the Birmingham Racecourse Casino. Now featuring seven days of giveaways with your chance to win a share of up to $125,000. The more you visit the Birmingham Racecourse Casino, the more chances you have to win. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. The social media team at Next Round Live is dedicated to giving you daily news conferences and practice video from UAB, Alabama, Auburn, and around college football. Follow and compare to the sites you used to visit. You'll also get the latest highlights and news from the Next Round Daily Show. Turn on the notifications so you don't miss a thing. Follow Next Round Live on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. See more at nextroundlive.com. Hey, if you're looking for Birmingham's best pizza, you need to stop in and see our friends at Slice Pizza and Brew. It's as local as you can get from the ingredients that go into every pizza to the beer on tap for a great lunch or dinner. Go see our friends today, Vestavia or Lakeview at Slice. Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. Are you ready for a winning season in your finances? Legacy Credit Union is bringing you a slam dunk deal on their credit cards. Apply for their balance transfer and pay zero balance transfer fees. That's right. There is no balance transfer fees, and they're offering a jaw-dropping 2.99% APR for the first six months. Whether you're looking to clear the court of those holiday expenses or just wanting to streamline your finances, apply online today, LegacyCreditUnion.com. Annual percentage rate, terms, and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. You want to look great while supporting your favorite show? You know the place to go is the official Next Round store at nextround.store. Yes, there are .store domains and we have one. From shirts to hoodies to hats and all kinds of fun stuff, you can rep the Next Round anywhere you go. At the beach, Next Round hats to block out that sun. Up north in the winter, get you a comfy Next Round hoodie. Just need something to put your $20 beer in at a game? Get you a Next Round koozie and throw that thing in your pocket. You never know what stuff Jim's going to make me put in there next. Check it out. It's the Next Round store at nextround.store store. All right, back with you. Final segment of the day. Big basketball happening this weekend. Four top ten teams. Alabama's at home to Mississippi State. Auburn's on the road at Ole Miss looking for that win. Senior Bowl's at 12 noon tomorrow. NFL Network uh, for that game. Pro Bowl activities going on this weekend. Pebble Beach. But we're going to talk about Brown jumping off a building in a second after LT tells us about Odie's. Odie's Tavern, live music tonight and tomorrow night. I think Sean and the guys are going to be out there tomorrow, right? 
Well, that was last weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> Safe had time machine. Swinging them is there, but uh, live music tonight and tomorrow night, not only at the original location in Crestline, also the newest location, Edgewood slash Homewood, the corner of Oxmoor and Broadway. Get in, enjoy some of the incredible food from Rodney Davis. A little chili out there. You can have some of the delicious chili, uh, award-winning wings, delicious burgers, great sandwiches like that Diablo sandwich, ice cold beer buckets full of the Bud Light. Stop in, go see Will Aver and that great staff. It's Odie's Tavern. All right, so we've had a long-standing discussion on this show that goes back to our days at Cumulus Media. Uh, this is pretty much a diagram that we've discussed. So we were about 20 feet up on the third floor in a large window and the UPS and FedEx truck would park right outside that window. I used to argue that I could jump from that window and land on top of the UPS truck. We, we assume it's about 15 feet from building to truck and the truck's about 12 feet tall. Those are our assumptions. There's really no way to do this other than one of two ways, either mathematically or me actually do it to see if I could survive. Which we, we're choosing the latter. Yeah, plan you plan like, B. You would like to see plan B. Probably not going to happen. So my brother uh, holds a degree in aerospace engineering and is an engineer by trade. So I've asked him to uh, run and, the math. And a former pastor. Uh, that is correct. Yeah, he's with us now on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. My brother, Scott. How are you, Scott? Hey, how are y'all? Good. Um, so I, I challenged you hey, to... Hey, listen, but before we, before we start, I, this, I, I've got to make a legal disclaimer here. That This is one of those nobody try this at home things, right? Well, sure, yes. Nobody's going to try y'all, it at y'all home. You'll have a lawyer on retainer. You've got all the... We do. Yeah, we yeah, have very good attorneys. We very do, attorneys. but we'd yes. like to not use okay. it, but yeah. go ahead. And where we are, we're too far away from the parking yeah, yeah. lot, so... Yeah, we're in a new try. building now, as you're aware, Scott. You've yeah. been here. Um... So it was me. I did not tell my brother it was me that made this uh, claim. And he asked, was it one of us? I said, just do a generic human. So what did you come up with? Well, a a generic human uh, who, uh, first of all, you really have to divide it into two problems. How long would it take you to follow the eight feet? It is eight feet, right? Yep. Okay, so I I did that math right. My credibility is on the line here. Uh, so how long would it take you to fall eight feet? It would be about 0.7 seconds, about seven-tenths of a second. Mm-hmm. So then the question becomes, how fast would you have to be running to cover? Uh, you told me 10 feet, and then you told me 15 feet. Well, we said, Lance it, wanted to yeah, change to 15. It's at least 15. Yeah, we're yeah. we're going to go with 15. And, and really, he's only getting I didn't eight. know if y'all were playing, you know, name, name that tune. If no, I, no, I no, no, 15, no, no, no. Yeah, and I would tell you, no, his okay. running space to get a jump was only about three steps, if yeah. I remember well, correctly. Well, I, I gave my brother 10 yards. Well, and, and let's really, let's <laughs> talk about the speed of your brother. Yeah. Okay. So to to cover the 15 feet in that 0.7 seconds, you would have to divide the 15 by 0.7. That would give you feet per second, and you translate that to miles per hour. I'll save you that pain. It comes out to about 14.5 miles per hour. Now, the Internet thinks that the average human can run between 14 and 17 miles per hour. So I, I guess my question to you, Ryan, is how average are you? Well, I'm very average. Not, not in speed, you're below average. I'm exceedingly average in all aspects of life, just about. So. Below average in speed, though. Yeah, so you think I could do it is what you're saying, <laughs> no, mathematically. I, this sounds like... Well, before we haven't you, got you, to the point yet. Yeah, before would... you give us final verdict here, this sounds like uh, if I was just going by what you just th- laid out for me, it's going to be exactly what LT says. He's going to hit right around the top of the F on the FedEx. <laughs> Sure, man. I, you know, I, I didn't take the measurements. Listen, when I was approached with this, it was just numbers. I didn't know if you were throwing a turkey out of a window, if you're trying to blow a, mar- a watermelon so, up off the roof. So I, if I, I if I can do 14 miles per hour, I can make I can make it to the truck. That's what I got to do. Is what you're saying? 14 and a half ish. Yeah. Okay. 
All right. So now we just got to determine how fast I can get to 14 miles per hour. You can't do that in, 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 in yeah. three steps yeah. or, or 10 yards. You yeah. can't do it that well, fast. We'll never know. No, I think we just know. He just he just did it. He laid it out. He said it can't be done. Yeah, yeah. he would have died. Yeah, I mean, can Tariq Hill and can Tyreek Hill do it, Scott? Yeah, I mean, how fast is he in ten yards? Fastest person. Yeah, in the world. yeah, he could get there. Yeah. Oh, the fastest a person ever traveled was twenty four thousand eight hundred miles per hour. That that was Apollo ten. Yeah. Right. There you go. The there internet. I hey, listen. Airspace engineering, right? Right. The the internet thinks that the fastest a human has ever been recorded was Usain Bolt at just south of 28 miles per hour. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen your brother run around the building. He is not Usain Bolt. <laughs> I mean, that's half of Usain Bolt. You don't think I can do half no, of it? No. Do not, proud. <laughs> if a bear was chasing him. <laughs> if a bear's chasing yeah. me, maybe. Yeah. Nor do I think you could do that in 10 yards. Yeah. Of which is a ten generous yards. assumption by us because you had three steps. It was basically. a closet of a studio. Yeah, yeah. I gave myself 10 yards. Probably not yeah, 10 it was yards. Three steps. Three not steps a first is, down. Yeah, that's, that's optimistic with three steps. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and right. Taylor is right. Well, now, we do not even have to risk your li- life to figure out how fast you can run no but i think we could like pad up a truck and put some mattresses down and give him a helmet yeah and just well, have, now, him, have mean, him stand by the window and have you push him off like no, that girl? no 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 he could run however he wanted to do it his execution is his execution literally well listen i, I need to throw in that you're, when you hit the truck you would be traveling just just vertically not not to count the horizontal velocity you'd be traveling about 15 miles per hour so Ooh, uh, you know, there's some damage yeah. There's some injury territory yeah. there. And see, and see, that is that is what I always said. We have even had UPS guys send me what the roof is made of. I've always said he'd go right through the roof because basically it's plastic on top of the FedEx and the UPS truck. He would have gone right through that down on my shipping down at the bottom. <laughs> All right. Yeah. You notice what you notice there? You need your dog food, Jim. Scott yes. Scott gave me the courtesy brown laugh yeah, yeah, that yeah, Ryan yeah. has. It was a terrible joke, and my brother was yeah. too kind to You're, say that was a terrible joke. Jim. You're really so good. Laugh. Brown's been doing that for me for 14 years. That's right. I've carried yeah. this thing. Hey, I, I know, and we're here to announce this is not our last year of doing it. Well, Scott, you are a rocket scientist. Are you working on new NASA projects? Sounds like a busy Friday for you. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm not doing any rocket science anymore. I, how, how many rocket science jokes have you made in the last hour, Jim? Who, me? Uh, none. Uh, only, only bad plans. ones. Yeah, yeah, none because I had tur- a turkey sandwich that Lance's girlfriend made for yes. me. So I've been eating. Uh, no, yeah. But you're still a practicing engineer, though, Scott. I, I am. I am. I am. Yeah, he's just not a rocket scientist. Not much demand for that not, anymore outside yeah, of Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. So. All right. Well, thank you for uh, donating your morning to the show. We greatly appreciate that. <laughs> uh, I hope you're you right. Are, do I get any NIL money for this? Yes, you do. I'll send you a T-shirt. I think you've already got a T-shirt. Yeah. I, would, I, I do have a T-shirt. Uh, I know. I speak for everyone behind the glass. You are all of a sudden uh, the fastest ri- rising brown brother in our rankings right now. You're, <laughs> you're, you're, you're maybe our favorite you, you brown. Have one who looks like he's about to fall pretty fast. So. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. All right. Thank you. Good talking to you. Uh, thank you. All right, have a good weekend. That is my brother Scott on the JohnstonRVCenter.com hotline. So he basically told you you couldn't he do it. He pretty yeah. much said, I couldn't do it unless I could get to 14 miles per hour. That sounds yeah. like the key right there. And that's the minimum. Like, if you well, could yeah, get to 14, be- whether or not you're actually going to be edged over. Yeah, that's what he said. I think he said if you got to 14 miles per hour, you could go 14 and a half feet, which leaves you where, Brown? Well, on the side, the side of the truck, of the truck yeah, which so is what LT yeah, always yeah, said you'd right. be, the side uh-huh. of the truck. You okay. catch catch your your your. Face, your teeth, or your junk on the side of the truck is going to be bad. Yeah. 
So mathematically, it can't be done. Yeah. But as far as sticking the landing, if you hit mid-chest and grabbed a hold to the top, yeah. that was probably your best chance of actually landing on top, hitting the side, right. oh, no. catching your breath, climbing up. That cave his sternum in. Would it not? I don't know. We just kind of have to do it one day. You have to do it because there's too many questions. Yeah, too many unanswered questions, Rock. Sorry, you're correct. Paul said Brown acted like his brother was a guest. No love in that goodbye at all. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Thanks for being with you. Uh, with us, uh, Scott. Scott's on the JohnsonRVCenter.com hotline. I love my brother, okay? Yeah. Am I supposed, is that what you want me to say? I love my brother, Reichstar. Am I supposed to say that? Like and subscribe, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a thumbs up. We will uh, see you down at the uh, World of Wills later on this afternoon uh, on the video platform, a live show at 3 o'clock. Until next time, God bless you and God bless America.